Welcome back to the Pen Stuff Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And if you haven't been here before, welcome. Yes, welcome. It's about time you got here. If you want to... Late to the party. If you like what you hear, go follow us on Instagram at Pens and Stuff Podcast or on Twitter at Pen Stuff. Or you can email us penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com or you can go find us on Patreon we have some free stuff up there but you also if you want extras you can pay yeah. support, support us there us. that'd yeah. be awesome you can find us wherever podcasts are found I'm doing the plugs before we get into the meet so people actually hear it that's awesome on <laughs> Apple <laughs> that's probably good, good Apple Podcast, Spotify Stitcher Etc. Is there cetera, anything like me though? They just hit that 15 second ahead button until we stop talking about ads and True. start talking about. These aren't ads. This is just if you want to follow us. And stories from around the league today, not just today, this week. Pecorino got his number retired. That was good. They Legendary. won that game too. McKinnon just got back for the Avalanche. Back time he came back. Yep. He's been injured for well, a while. He got did Jack I got messed up. Was this, was this year's, the, this week, Jack Eichel's first game as Vegas Golden Knight? Well, last, he got his first goal as Vegas as Golden Knight. Last, Vegas Golden last Knight. week and his was his first, first game. Did and they his get first their, win. Did they finally win? Yeah, he also got his first goal as a uh, Wait, did they Golden win? Knight. I don't even I, know. I, I don't know. I, don't I haven't been Vegas. following the Vegas Golden In Knights. other words, my Boston Bruins beat your Seattle Kraken in overtime. Sure. Yeah, it took overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Devils annihilated the Penguins 6-1. to one. Well, okay. Let me let me rephrase that. Jesper Bratt annihilated the Penguins. That's two true. to one. Yeah. But, oh my gosh! No, in all seriousness, the uh, that Jersey game that we watched on Thursday was Wait pretty horrible. What am I waiting for? Oh, never mind. They just okay. beat the Sharks. I was <laughs> still on the Golden Knights thing, but they did just beat the Sharks. Yeah. So that's uh, his first. Goal. Yes. But um, can can someone tell me how it is that every time the Penguins play backup goalies, that these goalies have insane nights, yeah. making saves that's totally bonkers? It's just it's just well, the way the cookie make, crumbles. He made a couple pretty bonkers he saves. He made like like he, good saves, like solid was, saves. I mean, they were positional saves, right? But he didn't see him coming. And it would That's like true. hit him in the pads it's or just, in the it's arm. It's puck or luck that. is what it is. Exactly, and this is this is what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like the Penguins. And and let me not let me just say this. I would rather have puck luck in the playoffs mm-hmm. rather than now. But as long I as also, we make the playoffs, we also got to make the playoffs, yeah. which is which is uh, not a, a, a foregone conclusion at this point. Yeah. So two games for the Penguins. Jump into this. Yep. Uh, they beat lost to the Hurricanes four to three. That was actually a good game. And lost to the Devils 6-1. to And obviously, we're recording this Friday night, just so you guys all know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rangers-Pittsburgh hasn't play- happened yet. That's tomorrow afternoon. It probably wouldn't have happened if we recorded yesterday either. Right, because we usually record in the mornings. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know why I needed to feel. I felt like I needed to say that. So there's only two games for us to talk about. Best game of the week for the Penguins, Abby, go. Definitely the Carolina game. Agreed. Nothing about anyone, yeah. that New Jersey game was concise no. or collected or we were just confused. There were there, as were, heck. there were times that second period we yeah, were in true. we were in the offensive zone most of the time and yeah. they scored twice on dumb mistakes. On three shots yes. in that second period. Uh, I mean, and that's why Jari got pulled. Yep. I mean you have to do something. I was no. surprised when I got in the car, turned on the because Thursday night's worship practice at my church, so I have to be there because 
talented musician. What can I say? Um, yes, that's you. Uh, <laughs> I, I I got into the car and I was like listening to it because it was like start right, a second. Right. I was surprised Jari wasn't pulled before that. Right. Well, we weren't uh, honestly. We were debating me and Dad. Honestly, where I was like, I when's think, Casey coming in? I don't think Jari had a chance on a couple of those. That's what they I, were just. That's what defensive I was listening, and then they were Phil Bork. I love the man because he doesn't hold punches on the Penguins. I, I, th- I yeah. Because people, people who standard. do that, like uh, commentators who do that, they lose me. These, these, these Penguins that we watched play on Thursday were not Mike Sullivan's Penguins. Yeah. Um, they were lackluster. They were sloppy. They were lazy. They were slow. It just, it was not, it was not a good game. But Not that Carolina game, if we can jump into that, back to that as the best game of the week, um, I thought that the Penguins were actually going to tie that game at the end. Yeah. They, they had like three or four quality chances to tie it. But, again, the puck luck wasn't there. Nothing went in. Anderson, it was Anderson. That's why he's an all-star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's, bon- he's crazy. So, uh, MVP of the week for the Penguins. Abby? I don't know. I don't remember much about that Carolina game. I blocked it all from my memory. <laughs> Not very much about the about the New Jersey game was really good, but I can say that I started noticing Evan Rodriguez in that game last night. He was getting shots. He was getting Thursday night. Right. He was getting right. gritty. He was getting angry. Yeah. And he was getting shots on goal, right. which is something he hasn't been doing. Right. And so I noticed him more last night or Thursday night against the Devils. Right. And he also got the third goal against the Carolina Hurricanes. Did he? Yeah. So, yes, he did. That's right. So yeah, I, I'll I'll say Evan Rodriguez. Sure. <laughs> um, I can't disagree with that. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to pick an MVP of the week. In a week where you didn't where, do so hot. We're in, in a week where you didn't play ex- particularly well. Um, can I have an MRP? Most rotten player of the week. Who? Um. Uh, I'm going to say Chris Letang because mm-hmm. I just he he had a couple of plays. Well, and 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 also Marcus P- Pedersen. I know you like him, Andrew, but he he had like three plays uh in Thursday's game that led directly to goals and a couple of plays in the Carolina game that were just kind of like what's he doing? Um but again, guys go through slumps, they go through ups and downs, so I'm not I'm not saying get rid of anybody, but I, I am I, – I just – I don't – I don't know. I, I just – if I had to give an MVP, I'd say Terry. Okay. Believe it, even though he got pulled last night, I don't think, like, two of the first three goals were due to completely boneheaded plays that they just – like, one of them was a guy standing right in the slot. The puck was coming out, and the defenseman, for one reason or another – Bats it back to the slot, and you sit there, and I'm watching. I'm going, "What? What just happened there?" Yeah. Ugh. But we've forgotten how to receive passes. We've forgotten how to lead guys to to make crisper passes. I feel. It like- seems like it seems like all of our passes are about six to six to twelve inches off the guy's stick. Mm-hmm. And they got to either really reach to gra- to get them, or, or they're in the skates. Yeah, they're in the skates. Yeah, my MVP is going to be. Evgeny Malkin. Two assists in the Carolina game, lone goal, 
in the Penguins game. Three points in two games. And he's been really good, in my opinion. That's for, true. For, he, he, yeah. He's been playing the right way. He hasn't been doing as much of Malkin things as... Aside from not showing a lot of effort at times. Okay. Which is, I mean... He's been the a, only one showing effort. He's the Besides only one... That first he, now, listen. He's the only one, maybe, who is producing points... But I don't think he's the only one showing effort. I mean, besides the, the first line? The third and fourth lines were grinding on Thursday in that second period. And then it was Malkin's line that came out and gave up the goal. Hmm. Well, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to disagree with you. I, I don't. Also, 17 power play goals in 17 games since Malkin's been back. Right. So, well, and, and Malkin's in a, is a vital piece to that power play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although sometimes it doesn't look like it. Well, I mean, like when we gave up that shorty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against Toronto. Toronto. Anyway, okay. Uh, oh boy. Grade for the week. Oh boy. D. No, I was gonna say C minus or D that was plus. mine. Yeah. C minus. Well, okay. Okay, cool. Averages out to a C minus. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. So uh, we have, in my opinion, did it last week. And then we have yay or nay, which is a new one that we're going to try and do. I'm going to give them a like uh, phrase, and they'll say if they agree with it with a yay or disagree with it in a nay. So, nay! Nope, not that kind of nay. <laughs> yes, sir. A ye old nay. So let's hit it off with in my opinion. All right. Okay. So the, <laughs> the in my opinion question for this week is, in my opinion, the franchise with the best management currently is. So this is like general manager, front office, owner. Right. Coach. Just like who's doing the best job managing their team overall. I'm going to go New York, the Rangers. Okay. I feel like they've done this right. They've uh, they've been competitive while also rebuilding, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they won with Capo Caco and they won with Alexi Lafreniere, which was well, ridiculous. Well, sort of. I mean, come on. There are high pieces. I mean, they're getting there. They're getting they're there. They're getting there, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I they're could've... putting it together this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And they got good goaltending. They've made some right moves. They Chris Kreider come out of nowhere. So, I think I like the Rangers for this. I also like Detroit. Mm. They've done it right, and they're set for a while. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones I was going to say. I think Steve Eiserman okay. like – you're stealing Is that mine. Who you're you're say? stealing yeah, okay. my thunder here. Okay. Because I was going to go ahead and talk about I was about going Detroit. to pick the, the, the Red so, Wings. Yeah, I'm going to say the Rangers. First of all, Detroit. first of all, because um, the owner, Mike Illich, who has since passed away in in 2017, and his wife now owns the the team, Marion. See, hockey is for everyone. But she's keep a woman owner. She's mm-hmm. keeping her husband's in the right direction. Um, not afraid to spend money to build the team. Like um, and keep a, a winning team Pittsburgh on the Pirates. ice in, in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, let's not bring them up again, please. Um, the president of hockey operations is Christopher, Mike's son. Uh, and, of course, this kid grew up around the game of hockey, and he knows what it takes to win. Their GM, Steve Eiserman, this guy has always been a winner, mm-hmm. whether he was playing or whether he's been a GM. He's done it with Tampa, and now he's working on doing it in Detroit as well. They've already had a bunch of pieces uh, there in Detroit, mm-hmm. um, and now he's cra- – I mean, it would be interesting to see what he does at the deadline. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did some research on their staff, like um, their uh, – but six of, six of their staff members, like vi- uh, vice president of hockey ops, um, all these different guys, 
their former players who played for the Red Wings. Hmm. Um, and and the, other, the others are lifelong hockey people, all of them. Um, so I think that this team is set for a long run of good hockey, and it's all because they're focused on making this team better and building it on a good foundation, which is this management group. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think – I think if I had to pick a team that has the best management group, I would say it was the Red Wings. I almost picked the, the Penguins because I think the Pittsburgh. The Penguins are very. Young. I think Pittsburgh is a very well-run franchise, um, but I didn't want to sound like a homer. So I mean, it's, <laughs> it's true the Penguins are very well-run. Yep. Abby, what, what were you gonna say? Who was okay. your Who was your other team that you were gonna say? Um. Uh, Colorado. Okay. Colorado. I think, like... What, is da- what, what does Colorado and Detroit have in common? A very, very good GM. Right. Who has, a, been, who a has been a former player. Who has been a former player. And knows what it takes to win. Has a passion for, exactly. for, the, for the franchise itself, too. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think Joe Sackick is really... He's really smart. Well, that's what the Penguins have now. Former player. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't necessarily well, have a passion Bay, Tampa, for Pittsburgh. Tampa, but, Tampa you know, Bay has okay. a former player, too, don't they? They had Steve Eiserman. Okay, yeah. They don't know who built it. Right. He built them. That's what I'm saying. And that's why they're so good. Exactly. Yeah. I just I think yeah. Joe Sackick, he's he he has so many connections. You hear about all of these I don't know. I feel like he's just one of those guys who knows everyone around the league. Yeah. And so he gets things done. Yeah, for sure. And so yeah, he's done really well, and I think he's going to continue to do well adding depth pieces sure. around the superstars that they have. Yep. And they're winning. They're winning. And yes, so they are. They've done it right. So I think right now the best management in the team in the league is the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Or Detroit. I, I, I had Detroit in there, you too. Can't, you can't disagree with any of those, uh, those picks. Now, for yay or nay. Yay! Or nay. I'll cut that out. <laughs> I don't like she, that. She go, she go, yay. Or nay. Why is a sheep saying nay? <laughs> I can't, because I can't do a horse. That was way too nasally. <laughs> nay. All right. So, so the funny. way this segment is working is I will give you a phrase. Statement. A statement. That's statement. right. Statement. And you guys will say yay or nay and then explain why you agree or disagree okay. with the statement. Good, because I wrote down... Oh, boy. I wrote down some stuff. Preparation is key. First one. It's true. First one. Are we yay or nay? The Washington Capitals will miss the 2022 NHL playoffs. Abby. Nay. Um, not Abby, but I'll say nay. Okay. I think that the Cavs will sneak in as a wild card or perhaps even take the third spot as the Pens may fall to the wild card positions. Um, they've do. got good players on that team who know how to win. They're getting healthy now, and if they can address their goaltending at the deadline, they're going to be a threat in the playoffs to make a deep run, I think. Abby? Um, I'm going to say yay because I don't like <laughs> Washington. <laughs> just for that fact, because I think it could be either or. So I'm just going to say yeah because – no. That's not what you say. I'm going to say yay. <laughs> Thank you. Yay for more than one reason. Um, <laughs> and more than one meaning. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the Metro is so tight. It could be any. It could be one taking that wild card spot, except maybe New Jersey because they're kind of far out. Yeah. But 
Even or, New Jersey, if they go on a hot streak, they have a good young goaltender, as we now know. Mm. <laughs> so, we do know that like, much. anything is possible. So, I think I'm going to say yes or yay. I'm going to say nay because of the reason that the wild cards are pretty much decided already here in the, the East. North. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the Eastern, yeah, the Eastern Conference, because Washington's at sixty-five points, Boston's at sixty-four. They're both fourth in the division. Detroit is at fifty-two, and then Columbus is at fifty-five. The next closest is the Islanders at forty-six points. So, unless a total collapse by Washington, mm-hmm. which I, I, we I know think they, is possible, it's possible, but <laughs> right, not plausible. I don't, I don't think so. They've got not solid leadership. Probable. They've got a really good coach in Peter Lavalette. Yes. And I don't, I don't, I don't although, see him falling out. Although I wouldn't mind seeing Peter Laviolette fail. No, I, I wouldn't either. But he is a good coach. You can't, he, deny uh, it. you can't, can't deny, deny it. He's a pretty good coach. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm, nay. Next one. All right. Patrick Kane is no longer a top 15 player in the league. Abby, yay or nay? Nay. I, I think Pitt, Patrick Kane. Did you see this? The goal he scored. It was on Steve's hat picks. That's how I saw it. <laughs> Andrew's over here rolling his eyes. He hates Steve Dangles, but it's okay. Oh, man, oh, man. Um, he scored a goal with like, wasn't it? It had like, very, it was at the very end of, it, of a, the second period, maybe, to tie the game or to take the lead. I don't even remember. Oh my God, I don't even that. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but all I know is that he was like way behind the net and he oh, yeah. shot it. I remember that And it one. went off yeah, he... the tendies back. And into the goal, like you it mean, was he, an he impossible. Did what Cindy Crosby he was. It was an impossible angle. He you know, was, so like he was below the goal line. Yeah, and scored. I think this guy's become more of a playmaker with his with the time that he spent in the league with his veteranness or whatever you say. <laughs> um, his Chevy. But Chevy, because he can feed the puck to the other young guys on that team now, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't necessarily score as much because he doesn't have to they're not winning games but i think he's still a really really good player i think he's still a top 15 um Hmm. yeah okay so nay jim um i'm not 100 percent sure if i would say yay or nay to this question because i think he's right around 15 well you have you know what i mean you have to you have to um so i guess i'm gonna say nay uh, most of the sites that I looked at in research for this question had Kane at 7, 12, 14. One site had him at 22 heading into the season. But that site also had Marchant higher than Crosby. So, uh, not yeah. reliable. So, they're the um, pro football focus of they're, the they're, uh, <laughs> I, I, So anyway. But I guess I'll say nay. I think he's about the 15th best player in the league. But, you know, I think you'd have a tough time convincing me that there are 15 other guys in the league that are better than Patrick Kane, hmm. even though he's on a crappy team right now. I mean, if you look, if you look at his stats, if you look at his stats um, right now, he's not that far off where he was last year. Hmm. And last year he was like at 14, 13, somewhere around there. So I, have, I would have a hard time saying that he is not a top 15 player in the league. That's fair. That's fair. And as the host of the segment, I'm going to decline to answer the question. You have to answer the question. Because I don't know either. I don't know. 
I, I'd say it's a it's a tough question. I will be honest. That's a tough question. I'd say yay. I'd say yay. I really would. Just to change it up, also, but also because I don't think he's better than Leon Drysaddle, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Ovechkin, Kaprizov, Stamkos, Panarin. Uh, Crosby is definitely ahead. Malkin's even ahead. I'd put Malkin ahead. I'd put Mm-mm. Victor Hedman ahead of him. Mm-mm. I'd put Adam Fox. Ahead I'd put of Kucherov him. ahead of him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Hedman. I wouldn't put. I, I wouldn't. I'd put, put Kucherov at this point. I'd put. I would put Huberdo ahead of him. I'd put Huberdo ahead of him too. He's Nathan underrated. McKinnon and Kale McCarr. Did, did I say Drysaddle and McKinnon? And you're not even talking about goalies. No. Yeah. I don't think any goalie. I don't think you can put a goalie ahead of his. A really solid forward, though. I'd still put him ahead of most goaltenders in the league. Hmm. I'd probably everyone except Vasilevsky. I'd put Vasilevsky ahead. Vasilevsky. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say he's he's not a top fifteen player anymore. I'd put Kyle Connor ahead of him. Just production right now, all time, he's definitely top twenty, all time. Yeah. yeah. Well, all time three goal score, three cup winner. Sorry, he has. But but now you're talking about all of the players that are in now. Plus, if you're talking about like current Gretzky production, then Crosby Sackick doesn't belong, belong up there either. Crosby hasn't been playing well. <laughs> I suppose you say that. Like Crosby, I mean, he's, good. He's won an Art Ross. He's won a Ted. He's won an Art Ross. Ross. He's won a Ted Lindsay. He's won a Hart. He's won a Conn Smythe. He's won a Calder. He's won three Stanley Cups. Good for him. But if you look at the overall body of work, I, I'm I'm not sure he's always even been the best player on his team. 400, 417 goals, 720 assists for a total of 1,137 1, points in the span between 2007 to 2022. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I could put him top 20 all time. I, it would be close. It would be close. I think I think I could find 19 other guys who all time who I would put higher than him. Well, that's I'm just fair. saying. And finally, Mike Sullivan is the most underrated coach in the <laughs> league. Abby, shall we say it to Abby? Dos tres. Nay. You think? I don't think he's the most underrated coach in the league. Wait, hang on. No, I gotta, you want to know who the most underrated coach in the league is? Who? Martin Saint Louis. Of the Montreal You can't Canadiens. be underrated when you've only been in five games. He's been in six. Whatever. I'm just saying, he, he came in. I don't think anyone's underrating him at this point. I think everyone's hyping him up because they're actually winning now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. But no, I don't think he's the most underrated. I think. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I think really. he is. I think he is one of the most underrated coaches in the league because, in the, 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 I mean, Ever since the All-Star game, now no one's talking about him. I mean, they all said, oh, what a great thing he did at the beginning of the season with, with no Gino and no Sid for the first seven games of the season. Penn's managed eight points out of, that, out of a possible 14 during, those t- during that time. Well, you wanna, well, I think he's pushed all the right buttons to motivate his team. He's, he's been do- making the right moves most of the time, um, with the exception of Thursday night. You know, he even called that timeout in the first period to try and get his boys going, and they did for about five minutes until they the devil scored on him again. But all the national tension is on guys like John Cooper of the Lightning, Bruce Cassidy of the Bruins, Rod Brindamore of the Canes, Jared Bender of the Avs, and a slew of others. Well, you want to know? 
he's not in the he's never in the conversation for Jack Adams. He was the other day. I they were talking about him the other day. Yes, they were. He was anyway. in the top three. Anyways, I I kind of regret saying nay. I think I'm I don't know because I feel like there might be other coaches in the league that are also underrated. But I feel like for the amount of of games that Pittsburgh is winning and the amount you know like other teams coaches are talked about who aren't winning as much mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know I mm, I don't know I, do. I think I think he's I think he's pre- he's very underrated yeah but I don't know if he is the most underrated I well okay I can I can see that I, Which I is can, what I'm saying. I know, like he is. I will not disagree with you. Very there may underrated. be some other other coaches that are underrated as well. Yeah, but I don't know. I I, st- I stand up for the guy because he's my coach. Yes, and I like him. I like a, him a lot. lot. I like I like all of like his philosophies and stuff. Yep. Of the game. Agreed. There's just they're so well thought out. Anyways, yeah. So I I am undecided on that one. Before we get into predictions, we need to talk about Mike Matheson injury. How? The man got injured apparently in the Devils' loss. He will miss weeks with an upper body injury. Friedman is going to be more than likely on the line with Chad Ruedel. Well, this will be interesting to see if the depth of our blue line is what we thought it was. I think Mark Friedman's solid seventh It'll guy. It'll be interesting to see if our blue line is as not? deep as we thought it was. Do you not think Mark Friedman is? I am not saying yay or nay on that. I Thank think, you. I think even if Mark Friedman doesn't, we have P.O. Joseph, who I would not mind putting in there. And also, I wouldn't either. Also, you saw Ricola still. That's Ricola. also true. I saw we, have easy, we can just rotate until someone clicks. I saw someone else or someone on Instagram say that we might move uh, P.O. Joseph. That would be sad. I, I wouldn't know. I think he's Very a sad. good. This is a bad idea. I think he's a good defenseman. Move Ricola. Move Friedman. I think They don't have as much value as a young guy like him, though. That's Marino. true. That's true. <laughs> don't move well, Marino. Prayers to prayers for Mark prayers yep. Matheson. Mike Matheson. How? It's Mark Friedman, Mike Matheson. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were all saying Mark, Mark, Mark. That's why I got Mark on the brain. All right. Predictions. Speaking of Mark, I have something to say. Someone yeah. said that Mark Andre Fleury might go to Edmonton. Yep, heard that. Because that's what they're missing, and that would make me so sad. Because what? You know what would make if, me sadder? What? If they actually if Mark Andre if Mark Andre Fleury got traded up. to Washington. Washington. <laughs> Or the Islanders. Or any divisional rival, yeah. really. Yeah. Ugh. You know who could use him? Washington. Yeah. Ugh. Anywho. Edmonton use, could use them more. I could see them trading. Uh, well, yeah, stuff I, could, for him. I could too. Because they could, could too. win Ryan now. Ryan Nugent Hopkins and, yes, Jesse Pugliarvi for Marc-Andre Fleury in the third. They're not getting rid of Nuge. He's playing top-line minutes. Picks of the week. <laughs> Let's do our prediction contest. We heard from our Patreon. We have his picks for this week, and we will be letting you know what his picks were. After we figure out where we stand, we all got two points this week, I believe, in the predictions. Mm-hmm. Which ones did we get right, Abby? So Boston, Colorado on Monday, 
Boston won that game 5-1. to one. You and I, me and Andrew, both said that Boston would win. Dad said Colorado would win. So we both got a point in that game. New York-Seattle the next day. New York won 5-2. Five, five to two. Jim said New York would win. So that's a point for him. Andrew and Abby both said Seattle would win. We're idiots. New Jersey at Pittsburgh. We all said Pittsburgh would win, and we were utterly disappointed. I was very close to picking New Jersey, though. You were very you close. You were very close. I should have. Um, I don't think you would have picked them 6-1, to one, though. No, I would not have. And then Minnesota at Toronto. Toronto won 3-1. to one. Andrew was the only one that said Toronto would win. <laughs> and then Dallas-Nashville. Nashville won that game 2-1 to one And I was the only one that said Dallas would win. Yeah, there you go. And so me and Dad both got points on that one. Overall, everyone just got two points. What about our Patreon? Our Patreon he only got went two, two right? points. He got the New York Islander game right and, and the, Nashville, the game. Nashville game right. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. So overall, it's Jim with 51, Andrew with 42, and Abby with 45. And our Patreon with two. Which is, he's never going to catch up, but that's okay. <laughs> that's probably true. Okay. This week, we have five games to pick. Uh, we're picking two games on Tuesday, two on Wednesday, and one on Thursday. The Tuesday games are Calgary at Minnesota. That's our game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. Bum, bum, bum. And we're also picking Boston Lord at Anaheim <laughs> on Tuesday. Then uh, on Wednesday, the Los Angeles Kings at Dallas and Nashville at Seattle. And then Pittsburgh at Tampa Bay on Thursday. So, here are our predictions. We're going to start with the uh, first game, the game of the week. Game of the week, game of the week. Calgary at Minnesota. You pick. I pick first. I believe Calgary will win this game 5-4 to four in overtime. You think it's going to be that high scoring on Jacob Markstrom and Cameron Talbot? Yes. I don't. I think Calgary's going to win, but I don't think it'll be that high scoring. I think it'll be 3-1. to 3-1. to one. And I just want to say this Calgary team is scary. Mm. They haven't lost a lot since they acquired Tyler Toffoli. Yep. They're finding their feet. And Toffoli's helping. To I mean, he's not yeah. just one of those guys who came in and well, he's there. <laughs> At Evander Kane. <laughs> or Goligoski. Not Goligoski. Jeez. Galchenyuk on the Penguins. Yeah. Or... Kapanen. Yeah. Hey, Kapanen worked for a while. For like Kapanen, two games. Kapanen may get moved at the trade deadline, too. Oh, boy. If we can get him and Zucker up. Well, Zucker's not Clear worth Kapanen. anything It'll right be now. interesting. It'll be interesting. Andrew, your pick for this game? I'm going to go Minnesota. Of course you are. I mean, it's ordering. Why does that mean? No, it just means... It means you're behind. It means... Five. It I like you, Minnesota. I like. I them. like Minnesota I, they too. They are one of my cup favorites right if now. If you notice, you I what. made it a. Cl- I made it a close game, right? Minnesota's going to win four to two. Four to two. And yeah, I. I Minnesota is probably my third favorite NHL team. Alrighty. Pittsburgh and Boston. Minnesota is one of those teams that I am indifferent about. I don't hate them. I don't love them. Meh. You're a hater. They're just meh. Next game, also on Tuesday night, Boston at Anaheim. I am going to pick whoop, whoop. Boston to win this game, four to two. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick Anaheim. Can't go against the goaltending of John Gibson. I'm gonna say. I mean, I can because Boston has really good offense, but I don't think it's gonna beat Anaheim's offense. And I think 
Anaheim's going to win this game 4-3. to three. And I am picking with Calder Trophy winner Trevor Zegers. Wow, I'm shook. I already wrote Boston because I thought you were going to say Boston. No, uh, the Ducks won 3-1. to one. But Boston is just is a toss-up every game they play. And I like Trevor Zegers. I like Anaheim. I think they're one of the more underrated teams in the league. All right. We move to Wednesday's games. Los Angeles Kings at the Dallas. I am taking the Kings in this game, 2-1. to one. You picked this one to be a low-scoring game and not the minute. Oh, my gosh. Yep. What is Jake wrong Ottinger with you? Jake Ottinger's a beast. Jake Ottinger is a beast. I love the Otter, but he's not going to be starting this game. Braden Holtby is. How do you know? I don't know, but he probably <laughs> is. I'm going to choose L.A. to win this game as well, and I think it's going to be high-scoring because L.A. is the weirdest team in the league. Like, you wouldn't think they would be so good, but they are. I don't know. Like, did they make any moves, or did they just click? I don't know. They just I don't, got good. I don't know. They're just, <laughs> they just started doing well. Anyways, I'm going to say it's going to be 5-2 to two, L.A., unfortunately, because I love Dallas. Uh, last time I picked the stars, I got burnt. You did. Fly too close to the sun. But I'm going to pick them again because I'm a sucker for punishment. Um, I'm going to say Dallas wins 2-1. to one. No way. Okay. Why do you think it's going to be such a low-scoring game? My gosh. I don't get it. You have too much faith in my Dallas Stars. But that's okay. All right. Next game is also on Wednesday. Nashville at Seattle. Um, believe it or not, guys, I'm picking Seattle to win this game. <laughs> no way. I already put Nashville down. Three to two. OT? Three funny guy. to two, Seattle. We'll see who's laughing next week. Who's crying? Me, because Nashville's going to win. And Nashville's going to win four to nothing. Nashville is going to win. I'm sorry. Nashville's going to win three to two in OT. Oh, you think it's going to go that far? I don't think it's going to go. I'm in saying OT now. just because I want to. Oh, okay. All right. If it ends up being three to two. And Thursday's game, March third, Pittsburgh at Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay in this game, and I think it's going to be a five-two score. Just what I realized just now. Um, we didn't mention our Patreons. I'll, I'll give you those. I'll give you those. Okay. Um, so you said Tampa Bay, what was your score? Five to two. Five to two? See. If we play the way we played last Thursday, then yeah, it's going to be like seven to nothing. But I don't know. I don't think Sully's going to let that happen. I still think, hmm. You know what? I'm going to have faith. I'm going to say Pittsburgh is going to win, but it's going to be close. It's going to be 4-3 to three in OT. I got spittle on my little foam thing on my microphone. That's yucky. That's nice. I don't have the foam thing on my microphone. It's because your peas don't pop, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I just have very... Apparently your peas don't pop. I have very, very moist lips. That's it's all that. It's pop. all the plastic you have in them. Hey, I've never done anything to my lips except put chapstick on them. Anyway, I'm picking <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Pittsburgh to lose this game. Nice. And I'm going to say Pittsburgh 5, Lightning 3. So Pittsburgh's not going to lose the game. Pittsburgh's not going to lose the game. Pittsburgh 5 to I three. just took you on a little runaround, didn't I? Yes, <laughs> three. you did. You probably took the listeners on a runaround, too. All right. Those are our predictions for the week. Our Patreon picked 
Minnesota to win the first game, Anaheim to win the second, Dallas to win the third, Nashville to win the fourth, and Tampa Bay to win the fifth game. Does he follow the Kings? I don't know. He's just a Nashville stan. No, he he picked Dallas. Oh, he's over na- over. a fool. He's you know who also picked a weirdo. The, 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 I picked him, so I'm calling myself a fool as well. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Penguin Stuff Podcast. If you want to find us on any social media, on Instagram, it's Pens and Stuff Podcast. On Twitter, it's Pen Stuff. You can email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com and also find us and support us on Buant. Patreon.com forward slash Pens and Stuff. That's correct. Uh, until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. Let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. Let's freaking go. Let's go Pens.